Welcome to the You Are More podcast. I'm Blaine Ledbetter. And I'm Lakin Stewart. If you're looking for an authentic community that shares the truth of the gospel and the truth about life, you've come to the right place. We believe that you are more. You're more than motherhood, more than your ministry, and more than your career. Grab a cup of coffee and listen in to hear the truth about what it means to find your identity in Christ through every season of life. Welcome to the You Are More podcast. Hello, <laughs> podcast listeners. We are so glad to be back. It is officially 2024. How is that even possible, Blaine? I don't know. It's wow. like we blinked and 2023 is over. It is. It is. <laughs> and I am just, wow. Um, I hope everyone had the best Christmas, the best mm-hmm. New Year celebrations, uh, you know, all the New Year's uh superstitions of the like black eyed peas and sauerkraut ham hock sauerkraut <laughs> greens i don't do any of that whatever we don't either <laughs> i'm just gonna eat what's in the kitchen probably um, leftovers or pizza but if you did we hope that it's just it was the best um ringing in the new year and today's podcast if you've not read the title you're just tuning in. If this is your first time to listen with us, welcome. We are starting 2024 with New Year Same Me because I think there's a stigma, and I especially mm. get very overwhelmed and burned down with okay, it's a new year. I have to have goals. I have to like transform myself. Like I'm gonna start off on a good foot. Let me get a brand new planner and I'm gonna clean out my entire Guilty. house and like we are ready to go. <laughs> well, we're just going to start 2024 and say new year, same me. Like <laughs> nothing's really going to change. <laughs> I and if you're there, still... that's great. If you're not, yeah, good I for mean, you. if you are turning over a new leaf, you know, like I, we can definitely evolve as people. And I do mm-hmm. hope that we're like growing and maturing, but the same me is still going to leave the laundry um in the washer <laughs> for way too long and then you have to wash it again and I'm gonna yeah. yeah yeah I mean that's just <laughs> me um I'm gonna leave the sink full of dishes for yeah. way too full way too long I'm gonna overfill the dishwasher so then I have to run Always. it three times every time yep um gonna have to like rewash two or three things because oh yeah and get you know that same me um our house is still gonna be messy I have Lived no in. resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> I have zero resolutions. I started back at the gym in like October, November, something like that, hmm. because I knew if I start in the in new January, year, it's gonna I'll fall never off. Keep it up. <laughs> I need to go ahead and get in that rhythm. So, like, mm-hmm. we're, we're Good for here. you. Good yeah. for you. Guess what? We're gonna keep up this podcast for as long as we, you know want to and have fun but um yeah here we are <laughs> here we are new year same me so, so let's go ahead yeah oh yeah me. I was just gonna ask what like pick your top three favorite moments of 2023 what do you think those were looking back oh gosh um our family vacation we got to go to the beach mm. um mainly just seeing the kids so 
happy and no obligations mm-hmm. um, for a week. That's, you know, trips are always my highlight. Um, mm-hmm. Andrew and I celebrated 10 years of marriage, mm-hmm. which is just crazy. Um, and then, gosh, three. Ah, I'm trying to think the whole year. You don't um, have to have three. <laughs> yeah, just seeing kind of our church like I don't know it just felt like this shift and this turning point at the church um Mm -hmm. in in the best ways um and so maybe we'll we'll get back to that later but I don't know in in a good in a very good sense um Mm -hmm. so yeah how about you yeah um I've been thinking about it and I 2023 was just a really hard year for us, um, really hard year for our family, for our ministry life, um, working through a lot of like leftover trauma from my husband's previous job and just thinking through how all of that works. But there were some like pretty, pretty great moments amidst all of the terribleness of it. Um, I also loved seeing my kids at the beach. We went to the beach for the first time as a family and visited my grandma. And that was just really sweet. And the girls love the beach. Like Charlotte still asks to go to the beach probably once a week. (laughs) And we're like, girl, we are in a landlocked state now. That's not happening. (laughs) Um, And then probably my next favorite moment of 2023 See, I asked this question and then I don't have an answer for it myself. <laughs> there would was just probably, so much. I know, would probably be moving to Illinois. Um, that's not really a moment, but it's more like a season that we're still in the mm-hmm. midst of. Like I consider us still moving because we're trying oh, to yeah. work all of our routines out and it changes every yeah. week because the kids are sick every other week. So it's like working through new routines, new schedules, new jobs, new home, new everything. Um, it's kind of an exciting thing, but also like draining. So like financially draining, emotionally draining, like the move itself, Mm -hmm. but it's been really, really good for our family. Like we've had an entire week this week to just spend together and like go Mm -hmm. do fun things. Like my parents got us passed to the aquarium in St. Louis and we did that and just like fun things. Like we went and got library cards yesterday, which is just something Mm -hmm. that I've been wanting to do, but haven't had the time yet. Yeah. And so this was really like the first week since moving here that we've been able to just be. And it's been really, yeah. really good. Cause like as Yay. soon as we moved, it was like hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. Cody oh, went yeah. to an offsite retreat for his new job yep. literally three days after we moved. And I was just left here with my kids <laughs> figuring <laughs> out what to do next. Yep. The um, craziness. Yeah. And then probably my last favorite moment was we bought a minivan, which <clears throat> I told myself I would never You're ever on the minivan ever, mafia. <laughs> I would never be a minivan mom. Same. But here we are. Um, I always wanted to be a Lexus SUV mom, but that's just not in the cards when your husband's in ministry. So. Nope. That is so outside of <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anything I will ever own. But yeah, those were probably some of my favorite moments of 2023. But yeah, well, obviously starting this podcast. Starting this podcast. Definitely. Top of highlight. the list too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I almost feel like I need to go back through all my pictures 
just to be like, oh yeah, that was a fun, but yeah. this, this year wasn't like anything extraordinary or groundbreaking, you know, mm-hmm. like you guys had to move, which is huge. That's a huge change. Um, but I feel like we've almost been in that, like, okay, we're waking back up kind of season mm-hmm. and like realizing like, okay, the, the sun has risen and like, okay, light has come and it, it's going to be okay. We can thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, not that, you know, 2023 doesn't hold some hard things, but like, I don't know. I, I hope this is like y'all's year for that, but man, it's. I hope so too. Breath of fresh air. I'm really Lots excited for prayers. 2024 and just seeing how God uses us where we are now. Right. Um, Cause a year ago, if you'd have told me I'd be sitting here recording a podcast in the Midwest, <laughs> I'd be like, you're a crazy person. Cause that's no. not happening. I know. Um, I'd be like, gosh, it's so good. Time. It's so yeah. good. And it, it also like the move just happened so fast that I feel like mm-hmm. I still have not processed it. Like yeah. have not processed leaving where we came from and getting here. Um, like, to give you some perspective on timeline, like July, 2023, we decided, okay, we're going to just take a beat. You know, we're open to where God wants us to go, but we feel a strong release from where we are. Mm-hmm. And that was like an answered prayer to finally feel that release because it had been a season of Cody wants to leave. I want to stay. I want to leave. Co- Cody wants to stay. Yeah. And so we were finally like both on the same page in July of 2023. And so I had a stipulation of like, the only way you're getting me to move anywhere is if like you get a cold call from somebody. And it was like the last week of July. And I kid you not, he got a text from the senior pastor that of the church we go to now. And he was like, Hey, we have this position open. Do you want to chat? And I was like, wow. Okay. That's it. And literally two months later we moved. So it was just a whirlwind of, we came for visits here. Um, we came for two visits. Um, and then Cody went on a mission trip to Malawi, Africa. And then the next week we moved after he got back. It was just kind of insane. So I still have not like fully processed, like we left some really good friends in Virginia, but also we left a lot of people I probably don't ever want to see again. But um, yeah, it's it was just a whirlwind and just just we're incredibly thankful for where we are now. So yeah, that's awesome. So <clears throat> what? So like, what are you leaving behind hmm. as we move into twenty twenty four? And or what did this past year teach you? Yeah. I want to leave behind kind of mistrust of people and kind of move forward. It gets making me want to cry. Um, 2023 was just really, really hard for us, for our family and just thinking about it. And like, it was probably like, we had a lot of hard years like before this, but yeah, like with health and things, but like this year was like emotionally and spiritually hard, which you don't like, it wasn't necessarily like a physically hard year with health issues and things like that. But, um, it like took a big toll on our marriage and just 
I want to leave behind all of the negative things that I feel about where we were before, because it's not doing me any good to dwell on it and to think about it. No, it's not. And so I want to move into 2024 with just more trust of people that come up to me at our new church. And like, I don't, I don't have to immediately be on guard and feel like, oh my gosh, they just want something from me or they're out here to like sabotage something or like I need to just lay all of that mistrust down because Lord, a wall has been built (laughs) and I need to break it down. Um, so yeah, I need to in 2024. And this is something I've been like actively thinking about, praying about seeking, you know, the word in what it has to say about walls that you've built for yourself and just guarding your heart and something that I just have to break down and it's going to take time. Like we've only been in our new spot for just over two months now. And I still feel like this immediate, like if someone comes up and introduces themselves, I'm like, what do they want? What are they going to do? And you got that. I, it's, it's a big up. like wall. So I'm trying to break Defense it down mechanism. Yeah. yeah. And just definitely need to go to see a therapist and talk about it yeah. and like figure all that yeah. out. And both Cody and I probably would benefit just from some marriage counseling. We went mm-hmm. at the end of 2022, we did a few months of marriage counseling and that was really helpful for us. And, um, but honestly didn't prepare us for what we went through in 2023. So, um, I don't know that seriously. it's yeah, it was, um, and like, sometimes I, I still care what those people think. And that's just something that I have to let go. Like it's not serving me at all. It's just the devil's way. As someone (laughs) who doesn't care what people think (laughs) at all, all of my friends can tell you, I Hmm. do not care. Yeah, just release (laughs) it because it is just so freeing. I know, I know. That's something that I've, I've, I've never been able to not care. Like, I think I would, to put up face, I would be like, yeah, I don't care. But deep, like deep down in my truest self, like I really do care. And when some person comes to you and says everything to you that your worst nightmare, like it's just, it cuts deep and like wondering, like, what do they think that we left or like, how are blah, blah. It's just like, I don't even know what to say. (laughs) It's just hard. And well, it's like Satan validates everything that you ever thought. And it was, and it was like, I was right. Satan's right. He's yep. got it. That's what it was. And it was like not from the Lord at all. Mm-hmm. Anything that I mean, I think the Lord used it to like refine us. Yeah. But in the middle of it, I was like, God, what on earth are you doing to us right now? Like, why are you letting this happen? The only time that I do quote unquote care what people think is if people closest to us in our community if my Mm. closest friends or circle came to me and was like hey um I see this sin in your life and I just want to call it out and get you Mm. like snap out of it that is about the only time that I would even venture to care um but anybody who like attacks our church is on the periphery family yeah yeah who has no idea 
and just sees, you know, their uh, box of information. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, bye, Felicia. I could not <laughs> care less. Yes. Bye, Felicia, for sure. Yes. Um, I think. <clears throat> yeah. What are you going to leave behind in 2023? Um. I said no to a lot of things in 2023, like randomly mm-hmm. things I didn't want to quit. things I didn't want to say no to, but, um, definitely still need to leave behind, like feeling obligated to do. And we've, we've touched on this in like some of our ministry episodes, but like, mm-hmm. Oh, well you need to do that because of your role in the church. Well, oh, yeah. Like, I didn't start a Sunday morning small group just because we needed it or, like, Andrew told me to or it was expected. I was just like, let's just get people together in community, and I want to teach through this theology basics, and, like, yeah. it has been so good. But just leaving behind that, like, oh, well, you're expected to do this, or there's nobody else to do this, so why that don't you falls do it? To you. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was thing, there were things that I was involved in that, like, just have to say no to this year mm-hmm. that I still don't kind of understand. But, like, even the whole leading worship thing, I mean, I can, um, love, would love to, you know, just a couple songs here and there. But, like, a constant commitment, I cannot do that with three kids, three kids supporting Andrew in his ministry because mm. there's so much to do yeah at our church that falls on him and so just how can I like free myself up to so like really be his yeah. right hand woman <laughs> yeah um and like so I can't do everything so even though mm. that is like talent that I have mm. I don't want to feel obligated anymore to serve that way just because mm-hmm. it's there like yeah I can definitely use my voice in other ways so um and then just oh gosh like and on the mistrust thing like mm. oh my gosh um, it's so hard isn't it it's just so hard to break it is but then yeah. this year taught me that pe- I can trust people period mm. um like it is possible to have a community that like actually cares and Mm. is not rooted in gossip or comparison or you know secrets or like sin not not that like our previous community was but yeah yeah. it's not I mean like it's all out there like we tell each other like the Mm -hmm. hard stuff we go there Mm -hmm. um like it's possible to trust people and and know that like people really do love our family Mm -hmm. and like our village with our kids, like friends are possible. Um, Mm -hmm. I was a part of a small group that I never thought I'd be part of, um, that one of my friends started and it was all about, you know, finding your people and just like breaking down those walls of Mm -hmm. mistrust. And I mean, they were built up so high because of the betrayal that I experienced a few years ago that I was just like, I never want to be a part of another small group. I can't trust Mm. anybody. Like I, there are no friends out there for me. 
like it's hard to have friends in ministry and I know you know that like oh yeah it's hard for anybody to get close to you because nobody wants to be friends with the pastor and his wife because they'll know it all your business and I'm just like no like I really have found mm -hmm. the best just people I can trust mm -hmm. and who can tell me hard things who I can tell hard things and um, just like forgiving the people that hurt you first of all even if they never hear it but forgiving them that way you can just release it and move forward like it's huge I mean it's like a weight lifted off and so I'm really like I've got the most random and I do want to write more about this maybe post it on social media but just like what I prayed for in 2022 mm. It's like so abundantly more the most random groups of friends that really are like a healing balm to mm. the soul. Um, and the things that were hard can still be good things. I'm reading mm. The Hard Good by Lisa Whittle. And I'm going to write that man. down. <laughs> oh, you should definitely. Read that, that is, book. I do have goals for 2020. And that is one of them to read more. Well, and I've listened to it because mm, sitting down smart. to read a book is just like oh, I can't. impossible. Um, <laughs> but that one I've been listening to the past mm. couple of weeks, and it has definitely there are things that she said, and uh, there was one thing she said that I immediately text one of our mutual friends that we work with, and was like, <laughs> "Listen to what she just said in this book," and it was that. And it's so true and you don't realize it until you've been hurt, but mm. um, sick people or people who are not well don't like to be sick alone. And so, mm. you know, people who are hurting, they don't want to stay sick by themselves. So hurt whatever people they hurt can, people. Yeah. And it spreads like a sickness. Mm. And so they want to infect other people because they don't want to be in their misery by themselves. And so, mm. Just knowing that and releasing people. Um, and you know, not everyone's out there to hurt you, but like when people haven't dealt with their own job, mm -hmm. they're going to hurt other people. And I know that I've hurt people and um, I know that I will and I'll disappoint people who are my friends and like mm -hmm. not be there when I should for them. But like, seriously, I was just like, yeah. And I just, I hope that they get well, yeah. but it's not going to be at my expense. I know I recently heard a sermon at our church now, and I'm trying to find it on our app uh, that we have, because it was seriously like one of the most profound things. Oh, and we'll also add all this stuff to our show. Yeah. It's like yeah. link to this book, <laughs> link to this, this sermon. sermon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There was one sermon that was preached a couple of weeks ago. It was talking about light versus darkness and gosh, it makes me tear up. I'm just emotional today. I don't know why, but it was like, there are it, the, the gist of, I'm going to butcher the scripture, but the gist of it was some he who people think that their darkness is light and how deep that darkness is. And I think that's exactly what we experienced yeah. in Virginia mm -hmm. was people that we came in contact with families that were involved and everything that happened there. Like 
they wholeheartedly truly believe that they are the light and gosh like how deep that darkness is it's just and I it's I need to pray for them and that's been hard to think about praying for someone who has hurt you so much but goodness gracious I think all of us know someone who think that they Mm -hmm. are just the bee's knees and just so holy It's just, Mm -hmm. and, and, and who are we to judge and say, oh, their light is darkness, but there are some, like, I think God points us to these things of like, you have an intuition about people you meet from day one. Yeah. And you, most of the time your intuition is not wrong. And it's usually from the the Holy spirit. Listen to it. And, and I just, when I heard that it was just so profound, I'll have to find the scripture. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was. But um, I think it was in Isaiah, but it was just so difficult to think about that particular thing. Um, And also like on that note, that is one truth is that, you know, (laughs) darkness can be disguised as light. Hmm. But also I had heard, um, in a podcast or, or something that I was listening to one day, but like, you know, seeds can't grow unless they're buried in darkness. Mm. And so there's still growth. So even, you know, there's still growth the in the darkness. It, yeah. Yes. Like there's a wounding in the earth, but there's still like a planting and there's growth that's still mm. happening under the surface. And so like, you know, I've got some friends in darkness, but the hope that I want them to have is that like you are still growing even when this pit mm. like is covered in dirt but there's admire. still growth yeah. yeah I mean that's what I've like last year and the year before that just felt like darkness and I knew I wasn't the light and the light the light was coming but it yeah. wasn't <laughs> um it wasn't there and so yeah. you know it's peeking through the soil and the, the growth is sprouting and so just knowing that that's the flip side of it like hmm. you know don't be deceived into thinking that you're what you think is your light you're doing so good is actually yeah. like darkness and and it's really a deception of the devil but at the same time like um if you think about the analogy you know that I just shared like there's still there's, there's still growth can, that coming. can happen mm-hmm. yeah there yeah. is a light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> mm-hmm. yes so what, um, so in, in knowing what you've been through this past year and me too, but like, what are your, I don't want to say goals or <laughs> hopes or resolutions, but maybe, but maybe, hopes. maybe that like is what, yeah, hopes. what are you looking forward to this year that like yeah. you can actively work towards? Cause it is new year, same <laughs> us, but, um, at the same time, like, what, you can what, think through things that you want yeah, to do differently. What are you praying for? Yeah. And what are you looking for? When when we moved, Cody and I sat down and we're like, okay, what are three things that we want to prioritize in this move in the next year, five years, ten years of our life? Yeah. And three things came to mind. One of those was family rhythms or routine, making mm-hmm. sure that we yeah. have like healthy rhythms and we're not running ragged we're getting 
time carved out for us individually, for us as a couple together, for us with our kids, like that was one. Another was time in the word, which is something that I have always, always, always struggled with. Um, and then third was fun, like keeping things light and fun. Um, Uh cause if you're not having fun, you're doing something wrong. So, um, and not every day, (laughs) yeah, not every day is going to be fun and that's okay, but you can find like two or three minutes to like have fun and like, yeah, get your mind off the hard and get your mind off, you know, wherever else it is and just be present, focus on the moment and have fun. And with all of that comes a lot of discipline in, Mm -hmm. um, I usually pick a word of the year, which is very just cliche, but, um, I usually do pick a word yeah, uh, to kind of focus on. And I honestly don't remember what my word is for 2023. <laughs> I did not pick one. So I'm glad you did. I know a lot of people who do that, but I'm like, just one. I don't even know the definition know. of the words. I know, no, but our, my, my word for 2024 is slower like being slower in decision-making, being slower in how we do things financially, being slower in how I react to my kids, how I react to my husband and being slower in our routine. Um, yeah, we're living a pretty fast paced life right now where every night of the week gets something, whether mm-hmm. Cody's out of the house or the kids were doing a small group or whatever. Yeah. And so I'm, like we're taking this weekend, Cody and I, to like really carve out time when the kids are in bed or, you know, thinking through how are we going to serve our family well by being slower? Um, because truthfully, this is the, like I said earlier, like this is the first week we've had since we moved here that we've been yeah. able to just be for a minute yeah. and not have to be pulled in a million different directions. Now, Cody is preaching on main stage this weekend. So there is that, that pressure, but yeah, um, he hasn't had to really go into the office this week. And so we've been able to spend a lot of time with the kids after my parents left. And, um, but yeah, that's kind of my outlook on 2024 is just developing healthy rhythms, prioritizing body, mind, spirit in those, and then being slow and having fun. Like, I think that's probably my top three things. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I spent, I alluded to it, but like I spent 2023 clearing my plate because mm. there were a lot of things that I was involved in. Um, and so 2023 was really full of saying no and just like fulfilling obligations. Mm. So I'm just hoping for 2024 really being like the best yes for our family and Mm. for me as a whole um for it being full of things that really do matter and serve us well um and not just to fill our calendar um I'm looking forward to you know, again, I don't really have any big goals or like anything I want to accomplish this year that I can even think of because I really, I still feel like, you know, my ministry is raising our kids and raising mm-hmm. them well and being present, but really just like some miracles, um, thriving and whatever that looks like. Does that look like, you know, I joined the gym a few months ago, um, getting 
healthier in that sense, just moving my body, not like a weight thing or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and just making time for community and friends, um, praying miracles for my friends, mm-hmm. um, for my husband, for him to have um, a good community. Um, and I've got friends that are having babies that are miracle babies. Mm-hmm. So just wanting to see my circle thrive. Uh, and because I know that like, as they do, um, that's just like an overflow and it calls me to want to thrive as well, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I really don't have like a verse or a, a word yet, but usually towards the end of the year, Andrew and I do Jenny Allen's dream guide and do what? Um, Jenny Allen has a dream guide okay that highly recommend um it's very reflective and uh forward thinking but mm. basically um financially relationally and maybe personally I can't remember but it's like you know what books did you read the past year um how were your finances how did you spend your time um what did it look like uh friendships marriage um church like you know all these categories it's very like look back on the year um what are the wins and the losses um but then also like what are you looking forward to in this area for 2024 so it's kind Mm -hmm. of like be thinking about it for intentionality but it's not like a set in stone kind of thing it's just yeah it's uh, not like here's a goal here's the end date of the goal if you don't achieve it you failed right right but it's (laughs) very much I, I I would say more so intentionality, um, you know, what happened in 2023 that you don't want to happen in 2024, like, mm-hmm. um, or what didn't happen that you really want to look forward to this year. So I'm excited to fill that out, um, mainly to reflect on this year and just see, like, as I reflect, it shows me what God has done. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been doing that for the past four or five years um just at the end of the year so just dreaming and I love to dream um but again I don't like to set like measurable goals I'm just not that person because I'll never reach the date or like (laughs) I'll fall off the wagon or I'll just yeah it's either I'll become obsessed with like oh my gosh I have to do this or very legalistic in life yes very legalistic or the same way just forget about it Cody has decided to do uh, Jonathan Pakluda, who was the pastor of the church we attended yeah. in Waco and my friend's husband works there and he like helps her write his books. Um, he posted on Instagram the other day about, I don't know if you've heard of 75 hard. It's yes. like some kind heard of it. routine yes. thing. Well, he put out this challenge for 365, not so hard. And it's like, <laughs> if t- some of the challenges are like, spend 15 minutes in prayer without distraction, read one chapter of the Bible a day, move your body for 15 minutes, um, drink half your body weight in ounces of water every day, and then no eating after 8 PM. And so Cody has decided to do it. (laughs) Which is not so hard. Doesn't seem so hard, but it's like when the kids get sick, when you haven't slept. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I read the gospels in November 
with a podcast and it was like three chapters of the gospels every day. And so it took you through the entire, Mm. like four gospels in a month. And that was really good. I don't know what I'm going to do in 2024. Cause I'm like you, like to read my Bible every day. It's so hard for me. I don't know if like, if you're listening to this and that's you, like you are not alone. It takes discipline and it is discipline. I I would much rather turn on a TV show, truthfully. Like just oh, being yeah. honest. Like <laughs> well, if I don't do it early in the morning it or won't. during my kids' nap time, it's not gonna happen. And I have to like put it on my to-do list. It's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, it happens automatically. But I have learned that because I did the Bible recap year before last, but it took mm-hmm. me a year and a half to read the entire Bible. And I think I want to read it again in a year. But the Bible recap, I really enjoyed um, because he has a recap podcast. And so it's like, you can listen along. You read this passage and then you listen to her recapping it and really like, what was your God shot and stuff like that. Hmm. So I did enjoy that. And I really, I learned that not every day read my Bible was some like extraordinary, like, oh my gosh, like groundbreaking, earth shaking. God my is life doing miracles is totally every single changed. day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's more so the discipline, just like I go to the gym a few times a week so that I can walk upstairs without losing my breath. Same way. Like, yeah. I it's a good practice. That muscle memory. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a good practice. It's muscle memory. And when life is in the pits. Mm-hmm. Or when my friends' lives are in the pits, I can remember, oh, yeah, I read that in Habakkuk last week. Okay, I got you, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's not necessarily like I'm studying the Bible every single day. It's more of a, let me get this just so that it's like second nature. So I have no like good advice for when to read your Bible, when to have your quote unquote quiet time. Like it's never quiet. It's never quiet. I think you just have to like make it a part of your day, even if it means putting it in your calendar. Your kids put in your calendar or your kids are in front of you or like they're watching TV and you're reading the Bible. Like you don't have to be in this like little box a completely you don't have long, to be in your silent comfy by chair yourself. In your closet. No, I mean like <laughs> your kids seeing you read the oh, Bible. That's the best gift you could ever give them. Like, ever 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 because it it shows them like oh yeah i watch my mom read the bible every single day like that's just a normal part of life so okay like and maybe i should put that on my to-do list this year put it on your to-do list 2024 to-do list well i don't know i really enjoyed this conversation kind of talking about 2023 and looking at this year 2024 um so we want to pose the question to you guys what If you want to take some time reflecting, take the next 10 minutes after you listen to this and just think about like, what do I want to leave behind in 2023 and what do I want to carry on in 2024 and don't make it some pressure filled thing of like, I must have 10 things that I'm going to do every single day. Mm -hmm. Like my, like my husband is going to try to do, but right, I'm not, I could never, I know, (laughs) um, but yeah, if, if you want to do that and like take some time to reflect, send us a note and tell us what you're thinking about for 2024. And we'll be praying alongside 
with you and we just really thank you guys for making 2023 yeah. so fun for us in the podcast world it might not have been fun <laughs> the rest the rest of our life Millie's mine yep but um it's a perfect outlet yeah the podcast has been just so fun and we're so thankful just for you guys listening and we pray that you will continue to listen and just be filled up um with encouraging words and just the realness of what it's like to be a mom who works and her husband is in ministry so yeah um Thanks for listening. Go ahead and click subscribe uh, anywhere you get podcasts. Give us a follow on Instagram at youaremorepod. Leave us a review. That's the best way you can help us yep. out. Um, yep. We love seeing some of the, just the positive feedback uh, from um, you guys on what you've liked. And it's just been really great. Um, and then if you have anything you want to hear us talk about for 45 minutes send us a yeah, note too and we'll try to it. add it into the list of things but uh we love you guys um you're awesome and we're just thankful to be here happy new year Bye.